hello and happy Friday. You are tuned in to flip the script with Anita Tequila. I know I have been MIA for these past few Fridays, but there's a good reason for that. See, I have been finishing up a project of mine. In fact, I just dropped a new book titled April's Fool. You can check that book out by clicking the link in my bio and grabbing your copy right now. Now, as most of you know, this season of Flip the Script is focusing on song lyrics. For our last episode and the first episode of season two, my co-host and I analyze the lyrics to Cardi B's song, If It's Up, Then It's Up, If It's Up, Then It's Stuck. And we came to an agreement that that song is pretty much, it, it seems to be encouraging prostitution. And we both agreed that that is not a song we would want our kids to listen to. For this episode of Flip the Script, I want to talk about another song. This song is titled, I Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. First, I want to make a disclaimer. I am not attacking the artist. I am simply analyzing the song lyrics for educational purposes. So let's get right into it. For starters, The Weeknd starts his song by singing, and I quote, And I know she'll be the death of me, at least we'll both be dumb. And she'll always get the best of me, the worst is yet to come. But at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young. This I know. Okay, 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 okay. Hope we'll stop right there. Because I'm no singer of R&B or any kind of music for that matter. But you get the point. Okay, so this song for me, I feel as though this song is a prime example of someone bringing out the worst in you. This song depicts someone bringing you down to their level. And maybe they're not bringing you down to their level. Maybe you are making a conscious decision to go down to that person's level. Now, let's get one thing clear. This song is a double entendre. Because in one instance, we think he's talking to a woman. But if we were to slow ourselves down and listen to the song to understand and not just to dance, we will see that he is, in fact, not talking about a woman. In this song, The Weeknd is glorifying drug and alcohol use. Now, I know that may sound far-fetched to many people, but if you sit down and go through the lyrics again, in case you haven't already, you will see what I'm talking about. To me, this song, it kind of encourages enablers and drug addiction and codependency because the idea is, as long as I'm not the only one doing it, hey, it's not just me. 
And I feel more safe to have a partner that's joining in the addiction with me than I would if I was doing it by myself. Because a partner provides me a comfort zone of pretty much you're condoning what I'm doing it because you're doing it too. Even if the weekend is talking directly to a woman, he's talking to her about the shared addiction of drug abuse or alcohol abuse. Now, on the other side of that coin, the weekend is talking directly to the drug itself. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. It really depends on the perception of the person listening as far as how they want to take it. But either way it goes, this song is glorifying drug addiction. Because if you think about it, it's pretty much saying, I know I can do better, but I kind of don't want to. You know, being at the bottom is so much easier. Just staying down at the bottom is what I'd rather do. It's kind of giving a person an excuse to be stagnant while at the same time encouraging, you know, live your best life. If that means you're going to be getting high on drugs or drunk off of alcohol, you do that all in the effort to live your best life. Okay, the weekend, when he starts off by saying, and I know she'll be the death of me, at least we'll both be dumb. That's just like saying, um, I'm going to lower my standards to meet you at your lowest. So talking directly to a woman is pretty much saying, neither one of us have to push each other to be great. We're just going to condone each other being stuck in a rut. And that's where we're going to be happy being. Uh, If you think about him talking directly to a drug when he says, I know she'll be the death of me. At least we'll both be dumb. There are no words that could further explain that. It's self-explanatory. We're getting into a relationship that we know is going to ruin us, whether it's with a woman or with a drug or with alcohol. We know that this is a dead-end street, but we're still going to take that road because we want to live our best life. That, to me, is a huge problem. Even when he goes on to sing the second stanza to the song, which is where he says, and she'll always get the best of me. The worst is yet to come. Okay, so here a person is acknowledging the red flags. I see the red flags, but I'm going to go ahead and overlook those red flags. I'm making a conscious decision to get involved with something or somebody who I know is going to be the worst or the death in me, as he said himself in the song. He goes on to sing, but at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young. Now, I don't know about those of you listening, but for me, every time I hear forever young, 
that title or that statement implies a person literally wanting to be forever young. In other words, not aging. In other words, dying early. So here we have someone making a decision that they know may lead them to an early grave. And they feel like that's okay because as long as I get to an early grave doing what I love, even if that's toxic, I'd rather die young and live my best life. What troubles me about songs like this is the fact that they come with an upbeat tempo. The melody, the melody and the beat makes you want to get up and move and dance. It prompts action. So here we have a song that prompts action while the lyrics are being embedded in our head by way of repetition. Now, we all know that repetition is the fastest way to learn something. If you repeat something over and over again, you will remember it faster. You can observe it faster. And in this song, verse 1 and verse 2 are identical. Of course, we know for almost every song in the world, the chorus is going to be identical. But for the first and the second verse to be identical, it's like they're embedding and implanting this narrative in our head. Drug and alcohol abuse is okay, as well as a toxic relationship is okay. It's being glorified. Now, when we move on to the chorus of the song, the weekend sings, I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it, but I love it. Okay, this wraps up everything I just said. We are in a relationship that's founded on addiction. We are in a relationship where we are enabling one another. We are codependent on not only each other, but on this addiction to either drug and or alcohol. I can't feel my faith when I'm with you, but I love it. So we're saying that this is acceptable. This is a huge problem because it's unacceptable, but yet we call that living our best life. We have to stop and really think about the lyrics to these songs that we are singing out loud to ourselves. We are training ourselves to adhere to these toxic narratives. If you think about it, how many relationships do you have where every time y'all get together, drug and alcohol is a factor? I can ask this question because I've already asked myself this question. So I can ask you this question. How many relationships do you have that are sober relationships? If we look around and we can count more than what's on our finger, the hands on our, the fingers on our hands, the number of relationships that we have where every time we link up, we're drinking or we're smoking or we're doing whatever else we do to get there. That shows that the relationship is founded on a substance abuse. It's not stable. I wonder what would happen if we were to take those factors 
out of our relationships? Would we still even like the people that we are hanging around if we did not have drugs and alcohol involved? Can we have fun without drugs and alcohol? Because songs like this encourage the use of drugs and alcohol to have fun. But I want to challenge you to ask yourself, can you have fun being sober? Can you enjoy the company of your friends, your family, or your lovers without the use of any extra controlled substance? Because we hear songs like this and it pushes our adrenaline to the top. And the next thing you know, we want to act. The next thing you know, we are singing these songs out loud. We don't even realize we are training ourselves to act in these ways. So songs like this, in my opinion, are very toxic. Like I said, in one instance, you think he's talking to a woman. In the next instance, you realize he's not talking to a woman. But at the end of the day, he's comparing the like the likeness of the love for a woman to the love for a controlled substance. The subliminal message that comes along with that goes overlooked by many people because we're so busy singing the song out loud and dancing to it, we don't realize that subconsciously our brains, our actions, our behavior are being driven by these very lyrics. That's something I want you to take time to think about today. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Flip the Scripts. Go ahead and click that link in the description of this video and grab your copy of April's Fool today. Again, happy Friday. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. You can make it count. All you have to do is wake up, stand up, and move forward.